Warning, the following podcast contains adult language and childish comedy. Listener discretion is advised. And now, please adjust your headphone volume to an unreasonable level and enjoy the most dynamic and electrifyingly entertaining podcast ever to conquer cyberspace. Hello, friends, and welcome to the most powerful podcast ever created, the amazing pop culture podcast starring Dags and Rez. Today, as always, powerful episode. Put your hands together, pull your pants up for DJ Michael Rez. Hello, hello. Thank you, everybody. Thank- oh, calm down. Calm down. All right, speak up. Go ahead. Oh. Do I need to call no, security? No. Uh, well, no, not yet. I'm, I still got some clothes that they haven't ripped off yet. So. Yes, it's your high karate cologne. Oh, yeah. I love that shit. Welcome, Mike Rez, and welcome back, amazing friends. And if you're a new listener, welcome. Welcome. We welcome you with open arms. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about pop culture news. There's a lot of stuff going on, Mike or DJ Rez. There is. It's blowing up. What, what the hell's going on? It's a crazy time. The dude from CNN got fired, and <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg, two week suspension. Oof. Kind of like wrestling when they always suspend people. <laughs> You're suspended for two weeks. And they'll come back with the chair unexpectedly during the main event or something. Yeah, there's always uh, DJs, uh, radio DJs. Yep. They, they'd always say something. They'd be suspended. So you'd go, oh, I got to find out what's going on. Monday morning, he's back from suspension. <laughs> yeah, it, it's that, what are they, manufactured hype? Yes. Mike Rez in the morning, suspended. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been suspended from a radio station. I've uh, been talked to, but I've never been suspended. You've been talked to? <laughs> My first radio job, it was, uh, I was a very lonely young Mike Rez in a town of 1500. And it was just, you know, you got to make your own fun. And then you get talked to because of stuff you say on the air and the rest is history. Did you screw up the ag report? No, no. Uh or fortunately, I should say, I didn't have to do, I didn't actually have to read that report. I just had to play it back. And I can't remember the guy's name, but he was like a big name down in Southern Minnesota. He was like on all the Southern Minnesota radio stations. Everybody loved him because he could say barrows and gilts without any, uh, any problem. Powerful. Mm-hmm. So, uh, DJ Mike Rez, big news, Joe Rogan. Big news. Speaking of podcasting. <laughs> he's in, is he in trouble? He's not in trouble, right? He's just, people are just mad at him. Yeah, fill us in. Uh, what's going on with Joe Rogan? What led up well, to this? Well, he's trying. Well, I shouldn't say he's he's not trying to, but people are trying to cancel Mr. Joe Rogan. He's he's had some guests on talking about COVID nineteen, and apparently, people do not like the fact that he is only having guests on that talk about COVID nineteen that have opinions differing from theirs or something. I don't, I don't get it. And so he's being accused of of hawking misinformation on his podcast, which is only available on Spotify and Spotify has its own issues with musicians and artists. Um, and this has prompted Neil Young and Joni Mitchell to pull their music. Um, I think Barry Manilow and Peter Frampton are also a part of this. So, you know, your grandparents are really pissed. Well, yeah, it's so far as Neil Young, <laughs> Joni Mitchell, Crosby, Stills and Nash. 
<laughs> and uh, don't forget Mary Trump. Oh, that's right. Mary Trump has also pulled her from podcast the, off of that. From the Mary Trump show. <laughs> yeah, so it, yeah, speaking of somebody using their family name to get rich. Yeah, so he, it's just, it's causing all this ruckus and people are, I haven't heard of anybody, like, I don't know if he's got sponsors or not on the, that show. So there's no talk about boycotting sponsors or anything. Um, but he put out that nine minute video earlier this week on Instagram, which I actually thought was a, a good look for him. He came off as being genuine and not being like, screw you, I'm going to do what I want. He, you know, listened to what people were saying and, and he's committed to having differing opinions on. So if he's got one guest on that says COVID is fake, he'll have another guest on that says COVID is real. So um, and he, you know, he, he said himself, you know, he's made mistakes and he's learned from, he's going to try to learn from this one. So I don't know if it's really a mistake and I don't get why people just, if you don't like them, turn it off. I mean, hold, hold on. My, he, my phone just yeah. went off. This just in Uh-oh. Nickelback is threatening to put their music on Spotify. Oh God. <laughs> if something doesn't get done. Oh no. They're threatening to upload their music to Spotify. <laughs> I heard the band from that Humira commercial, the one where the woman runs off stage because she shats herself. I heard they're going to pull their music off if Joe Rogan doesn't get kind of a kind of a weird situation. I, I thought he was pretty genuine in his video. Like, honestly, people need to get out of the house more if this is it's just got to end and let him do his podcast. And everybody's got opinions. I think people are just upset because, you know, he's got to like he said. He didn't ask to be this popular, but he is, and he's not, you know, he doesn't always understand the power he wields. He he doesn't mean to give misinformation or make people upset, and I don't know if the guests he has on are giving misinformation, because I haven't, I don't listen to him, so I don't know. I enjoy his uh, wacky stuff, like when he has conspiracy theories, and that upsets people too, but I like, (laughs) I like when he has comedians on, the scientist stuff, not so much. Right. But I remember like, when, I, uh, yeah, I like, go ahead. I was going to say, remember we had Elon Musk on and they smoked pot together? Yes. That that kind of wacky pop culture stuff right. I like. You know, he obviously he's a scientist, but I enjoy listening to him. Someone that's uh, entertaining. I, I like stand-up comics. I like when he has his, his friends over and they get all drunk and talk weird <laughs> stuff. It's, it's entertaining. Sure. <laughs> you know, you get Alex Jones on there to talk about, uh, you know, hot yeah, button uh, issue yeah. but it's entertaining it's funny sure so i look at it like you know like wrestling you know just don't take it too serious right you know it would be nice if like let's say a Joni mitchell or a, or a neil young or somebody like that would you know threaten to take their music off or pull it off until they start paying artists more because neil young is okay he's doing fine but some of these smaller artists indie artists you know they get 3,000 3, uh, spins on Spotify, and then they get 100 bucks. I mean, that's just, it's all screwed up. I just think they could they could use their platform not only, you know, if they feel like they need to take down Joe Rogan. How about take down Spotify or force them to pay these artists more? I don't, it's just, it's weird. Napster pays more than than Spotify right now. And that if you know about Napster and the history of Napster, you know, that's that's kind of odd. Sad but true. Mm, good one. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's interesting. When, when money gets involved, everything changes. Right. So it'd be interesting to see because of the the weird thing about 
Joe Rogan is, like you said, he's exclusively on Spotify, unlike sure. other podcasts, which are on every podcast catcher in the world. <laughs> right, right. You know, and we've said this before, Dags. If Spotify would like to pay us ten million dollars a year, we'll take it. So yeah, that, that that's my old joke <laughs> that we are an indie podcast, but we are willing to sell out. And by the way. Wherever you listen to podcasts, we are available, Micro DJ Resident Friends. Oh my. Yes. Wherever you listen to podcasts, check us out. We're there. We just ask you one thing. Please leave a review, leave a rating. Five stars is the highest. If you do leave a rating, you will unlock HD audio. HD? Yeah, that's how they pronounce it in Great Britain. Yes. I Go on Brits. there. Yes. Leave a review. Download. Share us with your friends. And make sure you follow us on all the social medias too. We're on Twitter at Amazing Pop Pod. We're on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram. Like our Facebook page. Please like it and just enjoy us. We uh, really appreciate it. We're getting a bunch of new listeners and the OGs are sticking around. So we really appreciate it. Speaking of Facebook, did you see Facebook stock? I heard about it. They lost a whole shit ton of money 26% in one day. They're like 250 million or billion or something like that. It's a it lot. Yep. It's a lot of money. Yeah. Shares of Facebook parent company, Meta, as you know, it changed their name, closed mm -hmm. down more than 26% Thursday after the company forecasted weaker than expected revenue growth in the next quarter. So once again, it's all about money, my friend. Yeah. It's the first time they lost users too. And did you hear who Zuckerberg blamed? TikTok. TikTok. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of funny that he's... It's nothing they did. It's TikTok is stealing everybody. It's yeah. It really is interesting how the social media is going because TikTok is obviously video based, very short, mm -hmm. versus Twitter, you know, text based. Facebook, which was more, you know, started out with college people sharing right. stuff, and it's kind of weird how everything's morphing together. And it's what, what's going to actually, you know, how they all copy each other. The Instagram has the reels and. Mm -hmm. which is owned by facebook and right now now i just realized so this just actually just clicked a button in my head just as you were talking it was sunday or monday i noticed so i have two instagram accounts uh personal ones one for the art stuff and then one for the radio and podcasting stuff but the art page has switched all i see are reels from what people are putting up on you know for reels and then for reels yeah for reels and i was like what the hell is going on so i i looked it up and some people on reddit were saying that yeah it's been going on for like two months or all they see are reels on their um instagram feed and somebody made a comment it said if they're trying to be like tiktok screw that and now that he, i hear that he's blaming tiktok for taking away uh, facebook followers maybe they're making instagram more of a tiktok platform yeah, or video based, trying to steal some of those people back, but put them on Instagram. I don't like how TikTok and those video ones—they make you—you you gotta have some clowny video, right? Or you're just reading. The one they always do is the one with the green screen. Where, where it's <laughs> so annoying where they're always pointing to it and reading <laughs> stuff from Wikipedia. It's funny you say that, but the last TikTok I made last night, I'm using green screen and I'm pointing at things on there. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I, mean, I, uh, I, I like I like Twitter 
because I just like to do the little witty text things. And then when right. you want to keep increasing the character count, I mean, no one wants to read a book. It's like those annoying comments, you know, on Facebook when people go back and forth and just everyone writes a book and then you got to read their stuff. And Right. The Twitter is still my favorite platform. Although I would like the edit button because I'm somebody who types fast and has fat thumbs. And I don't always take the time to proofread or pre-read before I hit the tweet button and then I send it out. And if it's really stupid, I'll delete it. But if it's not, I'll just leave it. But it's like, I would, I do wish that there was an edit feature on Twitter. But then part of me, I like that, just the rawness of it is you just shoot it out there. Sure. Because I mean, if you edited everything, I mean, that's your real reaction, what you're thinking at the time. Right. Right. Well, I know. I'm just saying, like, instead of, you know, if no, I misspell a word, no, I, I get it. Don't, a or whatever. I get it. But my point is, I mean, that's big deal is my point. Sure. You know, you get those the people that are always, oh, you are your. It's like, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Right. There, there, there. I think and there's it, like seven there's. <laughs> there it really is. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So Facebook is uh, taking a hit, but you know how it always works. I mean, where is it going to go? All the all the social medias are are taking hits because it's all about, you know, they gotta prove they're making money, right? Yeah, and they're uh, I know they're kind of hurting for uh, for ads from people that just have accounts on there. They use them for business and stuff because they're always trying to send me like twenty dollars in credit for an ad. But the only way you can use it if, is if you spend like twenty or twenty five dollars. So it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. If you want to just give me twenty bucks? Sure, no problem. I'll do that. Exactly. You want to talk music for a little bit? Let's talk music. All right. Well, the 2022 nominees list for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame came out this week. Uh, and we have some some pretty big names. Some of those names are first-time nominees, which really is weird. But let's go through. So what you can do, if you want to go to rockhall.com, and you can participate in a fan vote, and you can vote for up to five. Uh, artist and help them get to the top five and then they'll be i don't know if the top five are inducted or if they take the, the hall takes the top five and then inducts two or three of them i don't really know how that works but here's the list eggs are you ready I'm in ready. alphabetical order back have you heard of back back yeah two yes. turntables yes. and a microphone where it's at it's powerful back yeah so he's you know he's got that folk soul funk hip-hop electronic country latin music and whatever genre he decides to throw out next so he's on the list have you heard of pat benatar powerful 80s 70s band correct powerful singer yep she quit her job in 1971 to pursue her singing career and here she is on the rock and roll hall of fame nominees list for 2022 what is your Have favorite you what is your favorite Pat Benatar tune? Uh oh god, you kind of put me on the spot here. I uh, wasn't ready for uh listing Pat Benatar so well, right you. I know you you would think uh you would think I'd be ready. Um Love as a Battlefield is good. I don't know if that's my favorite one, but that's the first one that comes to my head right now. That's good enough. I, I like that one. Okay, have you heard of Kate Bush? Of course. All right. So Kate Bush is nominated this year and of course she's got the one song that everybody likes to cover and that's running up that hill which uh a very haunting our, very haunting tune right and one of our friends uh night audit has covered that song on his latest album uh which is a pretty good one i didn't know um 
was it Tiffany? I think Tiffany was the one that covered it. Her version isn't that bad. So there's a lot of uh, a lot of covers out there for that one. Outcast has and and Tupac have both used some of her songs in their songs. Uh, what do they call it? Sampling. Um, and then she's also been she's also inspired Bjork and Tori Amos and St. Vincent as well. I can see that. Okay, are you ready for the next one? This one you probably have never heard of. Devo. Devo. Yep. Devo. There you go. I don't, do you think a lot of people know about that or not? Know about what? The de-evolution part. I hope they do. Devo. <laughs> I bet there's somebody out there who doesn't. Uh, but of course, they had uh, that one song, Whip It. Whip It Good. And <laughs> so they're on the list. I think they're a first-time nominee. Can you? I didn't, that kind of shocks me. Uh, Duran Duran is on the list this year. Let's go Powerful. back to Devo, though. Okay. Yes. Tell tell us what are some of your favorite songs by Devo? Because we're not just going to uh, brush over Devo. Oh, really? Uh, that's the only one that I could really that I really got into. I know that they've had others, but I I, I really couldn't tell you which one. Freedom of Choice was an album of theirs, right? Not a song. Yeah, let's, uh, it's a song too. Let's write this okay. down. I want, I want to do a whole episode on whole episode. We can do that. And I think I have a surprise guest I want to bring in. Okay. Yes. Can't wait. I'll be surprised for sure. Yes. Powerful songs. We'll have a guest. <laughs> yes. I think one of my favorite songs, there's so many Devo songs I love, but it's often really? a powerful. I'm going to have to dive deep into Devo, I guess. Yeah. Powerful album from 1982, of course, in the eighties. <laughs> Right. Oh, no, it's Devo. That's a powerful album. Just one great song after another. Did uh, They were on your top five driving songs or something, weren't they? Yeah, it That's was. That's what I thought. It was. Yep. And I think that was uh, Freedom of Choice, too. Oh, there you go. That was Gates of Steel. I think you're right, yeah. yeah. Off the powerful Yeah, hey, I album. remember these things. Yes. But uh, number seven on side two, Big Mess. Oh, man. All right, well, I'll dive deep into Devo. I'll pick, you know a, I'll pick a couple and have you listen to them. All right, well, how about this? Send me one, um, because this weekend on the radio show, I'm doing a uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominee show. Oh, there I'm going to play a song from each one, and send me a deep dive into Devos, because I think you know people are going to expect me to play Whip It, but how about I yes. don't, and I play something different? Yeah, it's so. yeah, so much going on with Devo. Love them. Okay, then Duran Duran is next. Never heard of them. <laughs> Everyone on the list so far, they're the ones that you haven't heard of. I think this is their first time as well, I believe. I'm trying to remember, I, I heard I heard a show this morning on the radio that was talking about all the first-timers, and a lot of them were first-timers, but of course the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame does not list whether or not it's their first time or not. Uh, but anyway, so Duran Duran is on there. Uh, the 80s are... Uh, very well uh, represented so far yes. on this list. So let's get into Duran Duran a little bit. Mm-hmm. How was the name Duran Duran? Where did that come from? Uh, I don't know where it came from. Came from the movie Barbarella. There it is. I just, as soon as you said it, I just saw, I see it right here on there. It was named after the villain in Barbarella. Yes. So who starred in Barbarella? Oh, Yes. Very uh, easy on the eyes. <laughs> it's a, inspired by David Bowie and Roxy Music in Japan. 
They mix the dance rhythms of Chic with a dash of Sex Pistols. So that's kind of a unique way to explain them. Yeah, I'll tell you my Duran Duran story. Sure. Back in the 80s, are you familiar with the band Talk Talk? Just because I've heard you talk about them. Yes. So it was a concert in um, Minneapolis, Parade Stadium, circa 83, if I had guess. Ultimate, check out who was there. Blondie. Ooh. Elvis Costello. Greg Kinn Band. I mean, it goes on and on. Hmm. How was Blondie live? Very good. Nice. Yes. Very I good. bet. I, it seemed like they'd be uh, pretty, pretty cool to see live. Yeah, I always like the drummer. Deborah Harry, she always puts on a good show. Nice. So the band Talk Talk couldn't make it for some reason. So then they replaced it with Duran Duran. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what's with these double names? Talk Talk, Duran Duran, Mister Mister. Did you did you go Duran Duran? No, no. <laughs> I said, oh no, it's Duran Duran. <laughs> so all I could think of is Duran Duran. I could think was Roberto Duran. So I thought it was like a, you know, like a Mexican band or something, you know. Los Lobos. Or, right, yeah. So here comes a mariachi group out. Yes. <laughs> but that was the cool thing about the 80s was there were so many different styles of music, you know. Right. So I, you know, so I said, oh, cool. And then I started, they came out and they, right away I was hooked. Sure. Just, just a great band. You know, they everyone thinks about all the glam and everything, but they actually know how to play their instruments. I mean, they're great musicians. Right. They were also referred to as the Fab Five. Yes. That's a lot of pressure. Because, of course, the original Fab Five was the Beatles. Never heard of them. Yeah. They're a small group, probably. Yes. Probably nobody's heard of them. Small indie band. Out of, <laughs> Spotify out of, doesn't play. Out of, out of Liverpool, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but that was, that's my first time seeing Duran Duran, and that was a replacement band for Talk Talk, and it was awesome. Nice. And no one knew who they were. And then they, like, they came back. How was this? And then in 84, Seven and the Ragged Tiger, it was at the Civic Center, I believe, in St. Paul. Well, that's a step up from Parade Stadium. And it was nonstop screaming from beginning to end, the girls. <laughs> it was like the Beatles. And you. This, yeah, and, yeah, you. and me. This, is, this was very Beatle-like, the, the reaction. The girls were screaming, just fainting. <laughs> they had the, this is, they had, back then they had the cool Jumbotron screens too, which was uh pretty cool for way back then. But whenever they, either side of the stage. They, so whenever they'd show them, it, girls would just go crazy. <laughs> Please tell me that you try to impress a girl by saying, you know, I saw them last year at Parade Stadium before anybody knew who they were. Yeah. Look at my jean jacket. <laughs> Look at my buttons and my patches. God, can you imagine how powerful I was in the 80s? <laughs> That'd be awesome. God, I was just at the peak. <laughs> powerful. Powerful. Grand right. Grand, Devo. Great yep. bands. Next we have Eminem, which uh, seems a little out of place on this list as we get going, but Eminem, there you go. He'll be performing at the halftime show of this year's Super Bowl. After Eminem, we have the Arrhythmics. First time. I know they were first time ballots. Let's go back. Uh, Dran Dran, what was your favorite song? Uh, Rio and Hungry Like the Wolf. Whoa. I think Hungry Like the Wolf is probably my favorite one. Okay, and let's go to um, Eminem. So, favorite song. 
Eminem. Um, let's see. Uh, God, uh, why can't I not think of any songs off the top of my head? Um, Slim Shady is okay. Uh, the Slim Shady LP uh, was probably my favorite one of his, but um, I was not in any. I, I did not look up any songs before I looked up any of this stuff. So I apologize to the amazing friends. No, that's fine. So did Just you like his, on. did you like his, uh, earlier stuff or later stuff? Uh, I like his earlier stuff, the stuff that made him famous. Um, uh, like this, like the slim shady shit. Um, I was into that. So that cause that was my introduction to him. So I like that stuff. Although I do like his features on like the Dr. Dre songs. Like I need a doctor. Uh, is a good one. I like that one. Do you have any Eminem stories? Like, did you see him live before he was like when he was Marshall Mathers at a rap battle or something? Yeah. I used to see him at the pawn shops. Nice. The eighth mile. Hardcore <laughs> <Awesome>. pawn. <laughs> you and Mackay Pfeiffer. Yeah. Did you ever watch that show? Hardcore pawn? No, you never did. No. Oh, write that down. Great show. Hardcore pawn. Okay. Yes. <laughs> it was the whole thing. Cause they had pawn stars, you know? Right. So that oh that's cool. We gotta get our own show. So they had hardcore pawn. <laughs> nice. Uh after Eminem we got the arrhythmics. Wow, going back to the eighties. Yep, we're this we're is, right back. This is a hell of a lineup. Right, I know. Uh Sweet Dreams. Uh favorite my favorite uh song from them, of course. I think that's it's the one everybody knows, but it it's one of my favorite ones, so screw it. Screw everybody who doesn't want me to have that as my favorite song either. Uh, but they've got uh, a lot of albums. They really do. Uh, and, yeah. you know, a lot of people, they, they think of that song, which is a great song, but I right. recommend Dive In A Little Deep. Missionary Man's a good one. Yeah. She has an incredible voice. Stuart, the hell of a musician. I think Annie Lennox is in as a solo artist. But this is the first time the Arrhythmics as a group has been nominated that'd be cool to be in there twice not a lot of people can say that no all right so you ready for the next one i am judas priest man that's a hell of a list the law right this is a really good list typical 80s rock and roll heavy metal i guess they would would they be considered heavy metal from back then yeah yeah i'd say heavy metal yeah i mean people get into that a whole hang up you know all the metal and genres and subgenres, but whatever yeah heavy metal right it's like the synthwave genres now <laughs> there's just like well i mean it, it, you know it can be just stupid you know when people get hung up on stuff right i mean some things i agree with when jethro tull got picked for best heavy metal i'm like jethro tull is not heavy metal <laughs> yeah right yeah but they of course a lot of people a lot of kids uh my age uh, their first introduction to Judas Priest was Beavis and Butthead. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, that's pretty solid that they're, uh, that they're in there. What did you see them live? No, unfortunately I did not. Okay. I went kind uh, of, I saw, I went kind of more new wave. Okay. But I would be happy to see him in concert. I just never did. Sure. All right, next one uh, is an artist I've never heard of. I would be well, I, I shouldn't be surprised if you've heard of him because you've heard of everybody. Uh, Fela Kuti, the multi-multi-multi-instrumentalist uh, and an Afrobeat pioneer. 
fused music and politics to become the singer of global revolutionary of the global revolutionary voice. Born in 1938, Nigerian. Never heard of him though. I'm not going to ask you what your favorite song is. <laughs> you know what? Ask me after this weekend yes. when I play a yes. song. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, have you heard of Motor, the Motor City Five or MC Five? Yes. They were another rock and roll uh, political band from back in the 70s. And actually, it looks like they uh, were formed in 1968. They were outside of the, Nas- the Democratic National Convention in Chicago, um, and they were part of those protests. Um, but the Motor City Five, never heard of them. Uh, first song came out in, or their first uh, popular song came out in 1966. Powerful. Oh. Well, you know, yeah. Eminem is from the Motor City, too. Absolutely, he he is. You think uh, they lost themselves and they never let it go? Yes. They only got one shot. Yes. So. I'm spaghetti. <laughs> Ooh, I don't think these guys ever ate spaghetti. They look pretty skinny. I yeah. bet they didn't eat any. Uh, how can you not eat spaghetti? Right. Oh, but that's, that's a hell of a list. So I wanted to ask you about what are your thoughts on, you talk, we were talking about genres, some uh, sub genres, you know, metal. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about rock and roll hall of fame? Do you think it has to be rock and roll bands or are you fine with other bands? No, I'm fine with other bands. I think they just use the word rock and roll as like a catch all. Because otherwise, you know, you'd have the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and then you'd have the New Age Hall of Fame, and then you'd have the Reggae Hall. You know what I mean? It's just I think I'm I fine do. with them. So what do you think? So what do you think about like when they have the Latin Grammys? Uh, well, I don't watch it. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of silly. I mean, why can't? And I, I know why they did it. Um, because there's a whole you know they want to capture that Latin audience. You know what I mean? And I guess. It's no different than having like the People's Choice Awards and then the SAG Award. It's just it's too many award shows, in my opinion. But I don't know. I I don't I don't know. No, it's interesting. Kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But I don't uh, know why you need a whole. But that's, like I said, unless you're trying to capture, it comes down to the dollar dicks. Yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah, hopefully it doesn't. That that's why I like a lot. I like a lot of indie stuff. And you were mm-hmm. talking about you know indie artists. And right. you know, paying them. In fact, I kind of like hobbies where you don't get paid because then you're not influenced. You know, sure. Like if you're an artist and you have to do commissions and it's not something you really want to do, but you got to right. do it. Or or when money gets involved, you know how it just messes everything up. So I kind of like small indie bands that are not making any money. Is hopefully they're just doing it for the art. And right. That, that's why a lot of podcasts are cool too because. You know, there's no money to be made. They're just having a good time and hoping people what? enjoy the show. What? You and I are super rich. Well, besides Dick. us. Okay. I'm, I'm all right. Tra- I want to, I want to be inclusive. <laughs> yeah. It, right. I mean, um, we are the most powerful yeah. podcast ever created. That is true. Available everywhere. Fine podcasts are found. All right. We have uh, seven more to go through. Do you want to do, should we go through all of them? Yeah. Or do you want off. me to pick out? Okay. Uh, the next one is the New York Dolls. Powerful. Uh, they look like a glam rock band, kind of like in the uh, in the age of. Uh, they were 1973, but it looks like they were the very first like Poison band, <laughs> basically, or Cinderella. Highly influential. Yep, you could tell they did their own makeup based on this picture. You ever heard of Buster Poindexter? Yes. 
feeling hot, hot, hot. That's Very, for sure. Yes. <laughs> uh, next, first time nominee, and this one's going to be crazy for you. Uh, Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. Yes. If she doesn't get in <laughs> so, on her so, first shot. So here's the thing, too, which is funny because we were talking about, oh, yeah, categories. It doesn't matter. But then I'm like, eh, she's, <laughs> she's, she's kind of country, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. She's, well, yeah, she's a little bit country, <laughs> yeah. a little bit rock yeah, and roll. Ex- apparently, yeah. <laughs> so, of course, uh, she, it's, I like this fact about her. She wrote, I will always love you and Jolene on the same day. No, I mean, there is no doubt that she's an incredible musician. Right. I mean, and actress. Don't forget. Oh, nine to five. <laughs> what a way to make a living. Right. Oh man. I'm telling you. So yeah. So Dolly Parton, first time nominee, like I said, hopefully she gets in so she doesn't have to be like a second time nominee. Cause how embarrassing. Uh, not, I just mean for the rock and roll hall of fame, not for Dolly Parton. Cause she should have been in already. Uh, up next rage against the machine. Bulls on parade, man. Man, this is a list. Yep. Uh, so they will, uh, I think this is their first time being nominated. I'm sure somebody can tell me whether or not that's right or wrong. But they uh, came out in 92. The one that I remember is from 1996, Evil Empire. Uh, but they kind of got that mix of hip-hop and heavy metal that was going around back then. Um, and they did it really good. Uh, but Bulls on Parade. Uh, and killing in the name of pretty pretty sweet tracks yeah there's a great uh you can find it on youtube great live version of the killing in the name of yeah they they did it good i mean they were influential to me just because i was in high school when that came that um evil empire came out and that was like the album everybody owned it yeah everybody owned that album that art the album art the cover of the 1996 album evil empire is an altered image of a piece of art by pop artist Mel Ramos called Crime Buster. Nice. Yeah, that's a that's a highly iconic album cover. Like I said, that's the one that that was my introduction to them. Um, even though like Killing in the Name and Bullet to the Head, that was on their ninety two album, but I didn't hear about that until ninety six. Next one, are you ready for this one? First oh, I'm time ready. first time nominee, Mr. Lionel Richie. And you, I'm you sure know, he the, was Dancing you, on the ceiling when he you heard just he got keep, nominated. You keep getting better and better with these picks. Well, you know, I do I mean, what I can. I mean, isn't it amazing? I mean, you got yeah. Devo, Duran Duran, Rage. You got Lionel Richie. I mean, this is fantastic. Right. Now, if he's if this is a first-time nomination for him, I that to me, that means that the Commodores aren't in, or they haven't been nominated. You know what I mean? And the Commodores themselves should be in if we're going to go down that road. Well, that's once again, getting back to um, um, categories and genres and all that. I think it gets a little too much. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but I think you should break it down a little bit, maybe to R and D and country because there's so, I mean, if you, if you look at it this way, there's so many bands that you, how could you ever pick, you know, rock and roll hall of fame. Right. So I think maybe they should knock it down, let's say country R and B, you know, hip hop. Sure. Not go crazy, you know, you don't have to have a million, but because if you say Dolly Parton rock and roll, I mean I mean I get it songwriting, but Right. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie. Hello. You think that's what he when he answered the phone? Yes. That was my Lionel Richie impression. That was 
Powerful. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have you seen Lionel Richie in concert? <sighs> Sad to say no. Oh. Uh, yeah, I was just a young boy with only so much money. Sure, I get it. That once again, that would have been a hell of a concert. All right, I'm going to tell you the name of the next artist, um, and you'll probably think that this nomination is about you, but it's not. It's Carly Simon. Seriously, these names you're Seriously. pulling out. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yep. She is first time nominated. She goes back to the 1970s, early 1970s, maybe even the 60s. Nope, early 1970s. Her first album came out in 71, it looks like. It's her self-titled solo debut in 1971. Yeah, she's amazing, too. It's amazing. That's what I love, the 70s, the singer-songwriter era. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, we could we should do a podcast on that, too. Yeah, see, this is what I did this for. I wanted to get no, all these was, podcast ideas it, out, yes. out here. Well, we need, I need <laughs> someone on the crew to, to, we need a Google boy. But we surely do. We need like an, an amazing looker upper. Yes. Is what we need. Uh, next, next group slash artist that has been nominated, a tribe called quest. Once again, has been nominated. So, and they have too many, too many songs. I like a lot of their songs. Um, a couple of them uh, have uh, are on a, a playlist of mine right now, and that's "Can I Kick It" and "Benita Applebaum." Um, and I think people, uh, the amazing friends, have heard those songs. Um, but yeah, there's just a lot of a lot of good music from them. Uh, one of their best albums is "The Electric Relaxation," uh, and I think the amazing friends should. Be look that up when they're done listening to this yeah when and they, they can do it on spotify if they want yes I mean, who cares and that the time that they they came out tribe called quest that that's a great uh period in uh hip-hop too yeah it was uh because they were this is like the first time anybody has ever done that type of hip-hop it was like the east coast storytelling kind of like harmony there's a lot of harmony in their in their hip-hop yeah i like that period um, the next artist and the final artist that is on this list, Dion Warwick. And I, I think she found out from one of her psychic friends is the one who told her that she was being nominated. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, uh, my, uh, Dion Warwick story is memory is her singing Kyrie liaison by Mr. Mr. On, on TV. I'm, I'm going to have to look that one up. It's powerful. <laughs> yeah. What was it called? Be... The, the gold, uh, the dancers. What was it? Solid gold. Solid gold. Exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. Solid gold. Kyrie yeah. lays on Mr. Mr. By Dion Warwick. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a joke. It's real. That's hilarious. <laughs> so she uh, made her debut in 1962. When she joined forces with an iconic songwriting team of. Well, it's got to be Burt Backrack. Correct. Yes. And there's one more. Yeah. Hal David is the other guy. Yes. Um, and then after Backrack and David split up in 1973, uh, Dion went on to do her own stuff. And the rest is history. And only her friends saw it coming. Yeah. Great voice. Yeah. That song, That's What Friends Are For, of course, that featured Elton John and Stevie Wonder and Gladys Knight. 
because those are her friends. Yes. Besides the other friends. Yes. Horror so yeah, film. that is your list for the 2022 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees. Powerful list, Michael J. Rez. Thank you. I appreciate yes. that. Yes. The J stands for gigantic, by the way. Whoa. Talking about my brain. Yes. Relax, everyone. Gray matter. Yes. Yeah, the great show today. Good job, DJ Michael. Hey, Rez. thank you. You too. Yes, thank you. I hope you guys had a good time tonight talking about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, <laughs> talking <laughs> about uh, what you can and can't say on podcasts. Yes. And all that other jazz. Well, as always, we hope you guys enjoy the show. We just ask you one thing. Please tell a friend about our podcast. Get on social media. Make sure you subscribe. We're on Twitter at Amazing Pop Pod, Instagram, the whole deal. And until next time, you've just enjoyed the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. Thank you for listening to the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast. The Amazing Pop Culture Podcast is available everywhere fine podcasts are found. Please leave a rating and review where you listen to podcasts. Like and follow the Amazing Pop Culture Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And shop our Amazing Pop Culture merch. This has been an Amazing Pop Culture Podcast production.